Welcome to The Scott Townsend Show, brought to you by Dietzo Man Productions. A song is really never finished. I mean, just like any other piece of art, it's it it's done whenever you decide it's done, I guess. I don't know, I think it's always evolving. I don't think a song's ever truly done. Hey, welcome back to The Scott Townsend Show. Uh, today I have with me a good friend, a friend of the podcast, uh, she's been on the show before promoting her last album, Drive, which was and is an awesome album. Uh, Raylan Gale Casey. Raylan, how's it going? Hello, it's going great. I'm glad to be here, glad to be back. Got yeah. new music to promote. It's a oh, good yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, last time we had uh, you and I were speaking about uh, visiting about Drive, which is a I love that album, and I've got it on my uh, playlist, my my favorites playlist. Honestly, <laughs> I do. The, that one song, uh, By the Tail Lights, or... Uh, uh, Dancing Under Red Lights. That, yeah, Dancing Under Red Lights, yeah. yeah. It's probably my favorite on the album. <laughs> Good. Uh, I feel like yeah. that's a rare one. Oh, yeah? I don't have a lot of people claim that one as their favorite. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's a good uh, choice. Yeah, I, I really like it. So today we've got you on the podcast here. We're going to, like you said, promote, you've got a new song coming out. Tell us a little bit about the song and the album coming out. Uh, you know, first of all, yeah. first question, what'd you have for breakfast this morning? Uh, I have not had breakfast this oh. morning. <laughs> I usually breakfast. sleep in uh, it's like till 11-ish just because my schedule is a lot of Oh, most of my work happens really late at night. Right. Um, and so I'm not usually awake at 8 a.m. and <laughs> functioning. So. <laughs> so no breakfast. Okay. Uh, we got That's the. Today. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about uh, what you've been up to since the last time you were on, about a year and a half ago at least. Yeah. So I got married, which is super cool and exciting and fun. And uh, that's been oh, just, just awesome. you wait. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's actually worked out really well for me. My husband is just, I think, the most talented guitar player in the world. And um, he's super supportive of me and um, creatively and as a husband. So he's been, I mean, just just awesome. I, he's also such a good friend. It's just been fun doing life together for the last year and a half. I've changed genres, so I'm back to country music again after right. a little five-year hiatus. Uh, so I'm really excited. I think this is where I was always supposed to be. Um, I feel good about it. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited about this new project we're working on. I think it's, I think it's going to be something really special. So... So the new song, um, I've, I've listened to it a lot, especially this morning. I was just I was preparing for the interview. Let's talk about it. What uh, What's the name of the song? Talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about it. Uh, what um, I, I hear the country. Yes. Yeah. As a matter of fact, yeah. let's let's start uh, uh, here. I want to play just a little bit of this, and then mm -hmm. we can kind of jump into it here. A 
I like that uh, that uh, dun, 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 that part and then it's really <laughs> That's my husband. <laughs> <laughs> What's the story here? What's the what are you, what are you trying to say in the song here? So what the the story that's in the song is you have this this ex or this ex hookup or whatever and it's been years but now your friend is dating them and you've never really talked about it like it wasn't a thing it was just kind of something that happened and now it's awkward like oh she doesn't know that like you know after prom night or whatever you know i think <laughs> it, it takes place like spring break new orleans um mm. it's not a true story i <laughs> i'll say that but it is i was gonna uh, say what's the inspiration behind the song yeah it's inspired by <clears throat> my my best friend lauren she has I mean, she's been my best friend since the day I was born. She was like in the delivery room when I was born. We've been best friends a really long time. Oh, my. And uh, thankfully, we have very different taste in men. We have never once ever liked the same guy, even had a crush on the same guy, which has been a huge blessing, honestly. <laughs> um but I mean, we grew up in Bernie, so we grew up in a pretty small town. Yeah. We, we went to Geneva, so even smaller mm-hmm. dating pool in private school and never, ever interested in the same guy. Um, and I just had the thought one day I was, you know, sitting down with my guitar and I thought, what what if we did? How how crazy would that be mm. if Lauren, you know, was interested in a guy that I had dated before? Um and so that's that's the inspiration that drove me to write the song was just a completely hypothetical situation. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it's not a true story, but <laughs> it it's rooted. It has good roots. <laughs> yeah, well, that's cool. What's your favorite part of the songwriting process? I really like the chorus. Um, the chorus is my favorite part to write. I usually start with the chorus, and then from there. Sometimes it's also the title. Sometimes I, I, if I hear a title in my head, I was like, oh, that would be a cool song to to write. And then mm-hmm. I'll build a chorus around what I think a cool title would be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think my f- most favorite part is the editing. I love mm-hmm. to go back and add things. Like there's a line in the song um, that says, it mentions, you know, the character has long blonde hair. Well, the song's about Lauren. Lauren has long blonde hair. Um, Lauren, like I said, we've known each other forever. And so I've called her my cousin my whole life. So in every chorus, you will hear the word cousin if you listen for it, but it doesn't, it doesn't read like cousin because it's because in this small town, but uh, you hear cousin every time if you're listening. That's cool. Little Just little egg. Easter eggs, yeah. stuff like that. I love that. Yeah, I love editing too. That's probably the, my favorite part of uh, podcasting is editing the video and the audio afterwards and adding a little this and that. Yeah. I noticed in the song, there's one part where it sounds like <clears throat> you're, uh, it almost sounds like there's an echo mm-hmm. in a short, every once in a while I hear an echo. Is that right? Am I hearing that right? Yeah. yeah. So the idea was the song's about gossip. So we wanted to put as much like, 
as made sense reverb and harmonies and have it build throughout the song so that it starts out and it's just me but by the end of the song there's it sounds like there's a bunch of people that are all shouting the chorus okay as you know word gets around (laughs) how do you know when you've written a good song or even a great song i don't even still i have good days and bad days like yesterday i'm like i'm so excited about this song to release i can't wait and then I'll listen to the radio for a few minutes and then I'll be like, I don't know. Is it good enough? Like, is it going to cut it? I don't know. <laughs> um, I I mean, I don't think I write bad songs, but I don't know that I don't know that I trust my gut yet to be like, mm. oh, this is a hit. Yeah. And who knows, really? You know, it, <laughs> it, it, you probably have a gut feeling that, ooh, this is this is pretty good. But yeah, yeah. Then again, if anybody's going to buy it or not, you know, you just have to you just have to throw it out there and see what happens. Yeah, exactly, hmm. exactly. I've got a good crew of people around me that I think would be honest with me if my songs weren't good. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to keep going with that yeah. mentality. You got a good tribe, sounds like. Yes, yeah. Before we continue. The best way to support the Scott Townsend Show is by telling friends, family members, and becoming a patron at patreon.com forward slash the Scott Townsend Show. So, yeah, we uh, have awesome perks, personalized videos, personalized episodes, all kinds of cool stuff at different tier levels. Patreon allows us to do the show full-time, part-time, anytime. So thank you so much for your support. Hey, Scott, Bob Frazier here. Congratulations on your third anniversary. That is absolutely terrific. I appreciate the opportunity you gave me to be on your show and look forward to visiting with you again soon. Hey, this is Eric Rostad with Books of Titans. I want to say a big congratulations to Scott Townsend on three years of the podcast. I've been on a couple times now and I've really enjoyed the conversations and just following you and what you're doing. So congratulations. Keep it going. Keep strong. Keep reading. So how do you know when a song is finished when you're through? Um, a song is really never finished. I mean, just like any other piece of art, it's it it's done whenever you decide it's done, I guess. But even still, like after the song releases to you know Spotify, Apple Music, wherever, um, maybe even radio someday, who knows? Even after that you continue to perform the song live and it just kind of evolves over time. I mean, Mm. you see a lot of time artists like add verses to songs that have been released for years. Um, or I think Sabrina Carpenter is doing that right now where she writes a different ending verse to one of her most famous songs at every show. It just, it's never really done. It's all about what else can you do with it, especially live. Like, people are paying to come see their favorite song. So how do you make it a different experience than what they can just listen to at home? Like they paid for this to be something different, something cool, but you don't want to, you know, change it too much because it's their favorite song. Maybe, you know, right. I don't know. I think it's always evolving. I don't think a song's ever truly done until you just stop performing it maybe, but then somebody else might pick it up and make their own version. And who knows? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do you prefer writing lyrics or melodies? Um, it depends. Sometimes a lyric will hit me first and then a melody will come along. Um, this actually happened in one of the other songs on the project um, titled Love Drunk that I just, 
I had the concept. I wanted to write a song with the title Love Drunk and I knew where it was going. Um, but the only thing I had in my head was like, I want to use the 12 steps because that's, you know, it, mm-hmm. it all ties in. That's the, the idea is to write like a cohesive poem in song form. And so I ended up actually writing the verse of that one first just to talk about those 12 steps. And then I have probably a hundred voice memos of just different melodic ideas that I didn't stick with on that song. And then mm-hmm. probably like four months later, it just hit me and ended up finishing the whole song in one sitting. So sometimes melody can be a roadblock for me. Mm. I am a words person for sure. I love words. Word games are my favorite. Um, I, I love, love, love words. So I think probably lyrics first. So tell us about your latest project, this album coming up. Uh, what's the name and what's the, yeah. how long did it take and all that? So the album is titled Love Drunk and I'm super excited about it. It's 10 tracks and it's country music and it's got a little bit of rock. It's got a little bit of the folk Americana vibes to it. It's got some some heartbreakers and also some fun, upbeat kind of party girl party songs, which I'm super excited about. Um, Mm. Some of these songs are older. Like I wrote them the first time I was doing country music and then just shelved them because I Mm. went to R&B for four years. And uh, now that I'm back, I'm pulling those old songs and they're finally having their day in the sun, which I'm very excited about. I think Fall Girl is the oldest song on the record. I wrote that one when I was 15 or 16. Um, So it's been in my catalog for a long time. And I think it's probably my favorite one on the record, if I'm being honest. Hmm. I I think it's going to be a lot of people's favorite song on this one. But yeah, some of the songs are so new. Um, Record Time, which is my next single in August. That one I wrote actually not for this project. I wrote it for the next project and I brought it home and I was like, David, 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 listen to this song I wrote. And he was like, scratch that other song. This is going on the record. And uh, yeah, so some of them are so new that they weren't even supposed to be on the album. And it's it's fun. It's, it's a lot of, um, there's a lot of different inspiration in these songs because they were all written at different times in my life. And that's an opportunity I'll probably never have again. Unless, you know, I do the Taylor Swift thing and I start pulling things from the vault. But honestly, I don't know. that My vault is as golden as hers is. So, <laughs> Oh, I'm sure it is. She's, she's got hers. You've got, you've got yours. You're as good as she is, that's in, oh, my, well. in my opinion. <laughs> Thank you. Let's talk about touring. Uh, you guys are doing some of that now. You are, do you tour or play with your husband or are you, you know, a, a solo act or how's that work? So, yeah, right now is kind of a weird, it's been a weird kind of in-between time because I don't really have any claim to my name yet um, until this single is released in uh, a couple of days now, which is so exciting. But my husband tours with Cafe Anderson. He is his lead guitar player. Um, so he's on tour all the time and he loves it. I mean, my husband's been a touring musician for a long time. Um, I think three or four years now. And uh, I got to go on tour with him kind of during the pandemic, I guess, but more like Mm 2021-ish as an opener for David Adam Burns, which was super fun. It was actually how I ended up getting back into country music 
Um, cause I was like, I'm an R and B singer. And I sang fall girl actually for Dave. And he was like, no, I think you should do country music. And he was like, I, I actually think you should, you should open for me. And I was like, Oh, okay. So I went on the road with him for a year and I actually took a year off after that to just kind of hone my performance skills and, you know, got married, moved to a new town, was looking for a little bit more security. So I went into theme park entertainment and I worked at Six Flags over Texas uh, for a year in shows there, which was way different than I was expecting and just a whole lot of What'd fun. What did you do there? Um, I was a singer in a couple okay. of their, their shows. I did their Christmas at the Southern Palace, the one that won the Golden Ticket Award. And then I did... Um, a little duo acoustic show with David in the spring. I was a part of Nothing But a Good Time and Hell's Bells in Fright Fest. And I just, I loved it. The people that I met there, my friends that I made were out there. Some of them are going to be friends for the rest of my life. Yeah. Um, and because of that, I've had even more opportunities pan out. Like I, I've played at festivals in Grapevine, um, because of the connections that I had through Six Flags. Mm-hmm. It's been slow trying to get back into touring, mostly because I don't have any music out. Um, I don't really have any reputation, but I still do book gigs. I, that's my main source of income is gigging, but they're mostly just acoustic, you know, your standard bar gig for now. I do have a couple of pending full band dates, but they're pending, so... I can't really confirm anything at the moment. <laughs> uh, let's talk about your fans. Uh, let's talk about, yeah, the people that buy, the people that show up. What does that mean? What, what do your fans mean to you? I mean, is it uh, talk about that for a little bit? I mean, right now, I don't really have many fans. I, the fans that I have are like friends and family, which is incredibly special and important because the fans that I have now, I have a hundred percent of their support, which is like, I don't know any other artist that feels that way. Like the largest percentage of my fan base is people that are giving me a hundred percent. Yeah. They're not like, well, I also probably like Megan Maroney the same amount that I like you. They're like, you're my daughter. I like you the (laughs) most, (laughs) Um, which is great to have that much support from people when you're, when you're coming up, like I'm trying to do right now. I'm sure that someday that'll, that'll change, but I'm very grateful for the friends and the family that are around me that buy my merch and come to my shows and I do make I do make fans when I play. I have new people every day that follow me on Instagram and TikTok and and uh want to be a part of what's happening here and I think that I have the opportunity right now to become friends with all those people. So it feels like a very close-knit little community that I have with me and my friends. They don't even really feel like fans. I think that's why I'd say I don't really have any fans. I'm sure I do, but they just feel like friends to me. Yeah, just so. a bunch of friends. Yeah. No, oh, that's cool. That's cool. And it's, uh, I mean, this is a huge growing process for you and uh, your your uh, your art. And uh, it's just, it's kind of validating, you know, when you have people sign up, buy up, whatever oh, yeah. it is you offer, you know. So, <laughs> well, so a lot of luck to you and your music well, you. and this uh, new album, Love Drunk. And yes. uh, talk about it. It'll be, I guess, on all the music platforms. Yes. Yeah. Music, Apple Music, Spotify, 
you YouTube. name it. YouTube. Yeah. Anywhere, anywhere you look for it, you'll find it. Any video that goes along that goes along with this? Not this one, but we do have plans for a music video in the future. So stay okay, tuned. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Awesome. So if anybody's interested in you and your music, how do they get in touch with you? Instagram is the best way. I spend most of my time on Instagram interacting with people. I mean, you can also follow me on TikTok. It's a less interactive app, I think, than Instagram is. Less of a marketplace, really. But I am. I do have an account on there. I also have a website. You can sign up for my mailing list. It's not active yet, but it's just a way for me to connect with people that want to connect with me because my email right. is on there. Yeah, so those are those are some ways that you can connect with me. But really, Instagram is is the best. Okay, so your Instagram handle, what's the, is it at Raylan Gale? Underscore Raylan Gale, yeah. Under, at underscore Raylan Gale. Yes. Well, anything else? This is your time. Anything else you want to talk about? Yeah, well, before before we sign off, I want to shout out to all the people that made this song what it is. Um, so this song would, would not sound like it does without um, my team, which is... Ryan Osborne, Jason Young, Jose Campos, Jesse Light, and of course, my husband, David Casey. They have all played such a huge part in making my dreams come true on this single and going forward on the entire rest of this album. So Hmm. I am so grateful to have worked with them. And yeah, I just, I'm looking forward to our future together. They're such a great team and uh, I love them. So shout out to them. Okay, cool. All right. So big shout out to those guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, congratulations on this new song. I'm sure it's going to do well. And for Love Drunk coming out in August? February 9th oh, February. is when the full album drops. Yeah, uh, but I'll have another single coming out in August. Okay. All right. Very good. All right. Well, for Rail and Gale, this is Scott Townsend. Thanks for watching, listening to the Scott Townsend Show. Have a great day. Everything's going to be all right. And we'll talk to you later. Scott Townsend Show is a Dietzo Man production. For more episodes, visit the Scott Townsend Show YouTube channel, listen on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Janet, sieh dir über die Schulter, bevor du die Spur wechselst.